help support the Jiminy Cricket podcast and the Disney Chris website by becoming a Patreon subscriber. By joining our illustrious roster of supporters, you will receive exclusive rewards every month, including audio content, Disney video commentaries, and an exclusive Patreon subscribers-only podcast called Down the Rabbit Hole. Be sure to check out our new donation levels and special rewards at www.patreon.com slash DisneyChris. Jiminy Crickets! I'm the guy they call Little Mickey Mouse Not a sweetie down in the chicken house Neither fat nor skinny, she's the horses Winnie is my little Minnie Mouse When it's feeding time for the animals And they howl and growl like the cannibals I just turn my heel to the hen house deal And you'll hear me sing this song Oh, the old tom cat with his meow, meow Old hound dog with his bow, wow, wow The crow and the mule Gosh, what a racket like Hello, everybody. This is a very special uh, bonus episode of the Jiminy Crickets podcast. We did this a while back, a few years ago, when I went to Walt Disney World. We released some uh, supplemental episodes for my Walt Disney World trip report, and we called them mini-episodes, and we spelled it M-I-N-N-I-E to you know, have a Disney fun tie-in and everything. So we decided, well, a couple things. First of all, we do have another podcast that's strictly for people who are um, subscribers on Patreon. But this is something we wanted everyone to be able to hear. So we didn't want to make it part of that subscribers-only podcast. And then the other thing is, it doesn't really fit into the format of the other podcasts we do. So we decided to just do a new mini-episode, go back to that and do another mini-episode. And this time it's going to be Ruthie's trip report. So Ruthie's going to tell us all about her recent visit to Anaheim this past September. So take it away, Ruthie. Alrighty. So, <laughs> um, as you guys know, because we talked about it previously, um, I was I went to Disneyland at you know the Disneyland Resort in Anaheim area for the Disney Expo, and and then of course I also went to the park. So I'll talk about um, all of this stuff that that I did while I was in Anaheim. And um, let me just start off first of all. I, We did do an episode where we talked about the expo, like our, our kind of predictions and what we thought about the the whole idea of what was going on there. And then we also did a follow-up episode, but, um, in the episode where we were kind of talking about the expo, I mentioned that looking at the schedule and stuff like that, we went through all the panels and stuff that they were doing. And I felt like just looking at it before I even got there that the panels were not, they weren't offering as much as they have in the past. And, um, and I still, I mean, I still definitely feel that way. Um, the things that they were offering 
they, it seems like the schedule was not planned out as well as it has been. And at least, I mean, I've been to two other expos, but really one other, the 2019 expo was the one where I went all three days, but I went to one back in 2011 for one day. But, um, <clears throat> excuse me. So, um, yeah, so I just felt like this expo panels were lacking and also the planning wasn't, it didn't seem to be there. And I definitely have that feeling throughout actually going through the expo. But, um, and I'll kind of, as you hear my experience, you'll hear some of that stuff kind of weaved into it. But um, we'll talk about the first day. So um, me and my daughter went together to the expo and I flew there on Thursday, the September 8th. Um, from Virginia, where I live, to California, and um, you know, in in order to you know get to the expo the next day, and we had an issue with our luggage not showing up. And there was also an issue at the hotel because this was at the end of the heat wave that that Southern California was experiencing. So the hotel, um, at least the room that they were putting me in, did not the air conditioning wasn't working, although they were able to run the fan. So they showed us the room before we actually checked in and it was fine. It wasn't, there was still airflow and everything like that. So we were fine staying there, but um, our our luggage didn't actually show up at the hotel because of course, you know, you go to the airport, it's not there, you put in a report, then they're gonna bring it to you. But it didn't show up at our hotel until 2 a.m. So, <laughs> We spent the evening of the 8th trying to figure out what we were going to do, what we needed in order to get by if we didn't get our luggage until the next day. So that was the start of my um, trip. Not not the very best start, but um, so the next day was September 9th, Friday. This is the first day of the expo. And we did not... I know. Yeah. <laughs> well. <laughs> oh, that was the next day. Yeah, the next day. Yeah. Um, but so this day, this was the day that I actually like. This was the day we we had um the, we did the most panels this day, and so we weren't trying to get into the legends, which was the the big morning panel, and so we were just trying to figure out what we were gonna do. What you do is, of course, just like anything Disney, it's all lines. So you're in a line to get into the convention center, which then you go into another line at the convention center where you wait to get in. And um, they have different, so under the basement of the um, convention center, they have different designated areas. So if you were gonna get into a line for the legends ceremony, um, then you would go into this one line over here to the left. If you were going to go up to the show floor, you'd go to the right over here. And so they have it all designated and, and labeled and all of that stuff. But you're just sitting there waiting. Was this part of an air condition? Um, yes, it, okay. it was. Yeah, N none of the stuff was outside or, or, you know, yes, their air conditioning was going the whole time. This day actually was the last day that September 9th was one of the last days where they had over 100 degree temperatures. Okay. But we were inside the whole time, so we didn't really have any issues with that. And then it and then it cooled down um, the next day. Really, actually, Friday evening into Saturday, it cooled down. So, 
Um, yeah, so we just got in the line to go up to the show floor, and what we had um, decided to do, so uh, I guess I got to backtrack a little bit. I talked a little bit about how the reservation system happened this year, where they had choices that you pick, and then you, what, and I think last time I talked about it, I hadn't received my um, my actual choices that I got. Um so they, they're giving, you make a list and you pick the ones that you are interested in, you submit it, and then they'll give you like one reservation per day for something that you picked. And um, so that, that is going come to come into play as we do this. But, um, you know, you can still, that just means you kind of have like a priority seating and a priority entrance. It doesn't mean you, you know, that's the only people who are going to the panels means that you're guaranteed to get it. Right. Exactly. So, um, so I, I got a reservation for a panel on Friday and then on Saturday and Sunday, I got this like giveaway. And then, um, my daughter, it, what was that? What do you mean by it? So, I don't, yeah, I mean, we can, it's not really that big of a deal, but I, I guess this was one of the things, I don't know why they even did this, but you go to one of the booths on the show floor and if you have um, a reservation for this giveaway, you just go in there and get a giveaway, which was a pennant and like a poster from, it was from like the Walt Disney Animation Studios booth. Um, so, so asked for Seattle, but they just- They gave me this a, giveaway, yeah. Um, and it was, this, I got the same giveaway Saturday and Sunday. So I don't know. Um, yeah. So that was kind of a waste. So I only ended up getting a reservation for one panel. And then my daughter got reservations for two panels. So she got a reservation for a panel on Friday. And then she got a reservation for a panel on Sunday and nothing on Saturday. So I don't really know how they, how they chose. No, no, they weren't. So that's the one. Were you able to get into the ones that she had a reservation? Yes. Yes. Um, so because you, when you reserve, you say me and guest. You can pick oh. up to, so it can be up to two people okay. in that reservation. Okay. okay. So, um, yeah, it was that was a little frustrating. But again, I wasn't putting too much emphasis on that because I knew that that doesn't determine whether you get in or not. So. So anyway, so back to Friday. So we started out there. We talked about it a little bit. There was this, the panel, it's called Sounds Delightful, an illustrated oh, audio adventure. That's one I would have thought. Right. So this is what we did. We went and headed up to that one once we got into the building. So this started at 10. This was at the Walt Disney Archive stage. So this was, I think, on the second floor of the um, convention center. So we went and headed up to that. And again, we didn't have a reservation. This was not the one. I'll tell you which ones I had a reservation for. Um, oh, this but, wasn't the one? That no, this was to? not the one. Okay. No. So we just headed up there and um, got in line. And as as they were um, letting us in to wait, again, you go in there and you wait in line. And everything is in waiting. Um, as we were going in there, um, I heard a voice behind me and it was Todd, our old podcast host, was right behind me in line for this panel. And of course he is because this is, you know, about like vintage vinyl recordings and I don't know if you guys know, but he's a huge collector of that. So he was behind us in line and so we ended up just 
um, hanging out with each other for that panel. And um, that panel was um, hosted by Stasia Martin. She is like the um, historian, like the music historian. And she kind of took over for Dave Smith. Mm-hmm. She's kind of an unofficial head of the archives now. Yeah. And so she hosted this um, panel. And what she did was on the screen, they had different pictures of different album covers and things like that. And then she played a lot of um, like unusual, um, like not a lot of well-known um, audio. And let me see if I did take some pictures. I'm, I'm scrolling through to see. Do you remember see. anything? Um, yeah, that's what I was going to look at. So let's see. There's There was this song sung by Adriana Casalotti and... Oh, who is this? Is this... Uh-oh. Sorry, that my cat knocked some books over. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and a, a male. I'm not sure who... The, I don't remember the male. It might have been Pinto Colvig, but um, the song was called Kilroy Was Here, um, based on that, the World War II, like, icon. Mm -hmm. So she played that. Um, let's see. There was this song called I've A Boy. I've heard that. Right. Uh, all of this stuff was pretty, um, you know, obscure. Um, I know song... some, I know a few obscure things, but that's one I do not know. Yeah. I wonder if that was the theme for like, Disney in the 60s, did a, like a miniseries on the wonderful world of color about Kilroy. I wonder if that... She did mention that, but I, that this was before that. Before that. So, okay. yeah. Alright. Um, there was a song called A Boy is a Curious Thing. This was from some film, not blanking on it, with, with a hawk in it. Um, okay. And this song was written by um, Gil George and Winston Hibbler. Um, and they played a little bit of that. See, it's really hard for me to um, remember all the way back then. Well, but it must be like one, one of those live-action movies. It is. It's a live-action movie with a hawk. Or a falcon or some, some sort of a yeah. bird. Yeah. yeah. Um, they played a commercial for Donald Duck bread. Oh, bread. Yes. Okay. Not orange juice. We, we know about yeah. the orange juice, but this isn't yeah. bread. Yeah. Okay. Um, I have a picture of it, um, like this, the image that she had on the screen. There was, um, hmm, I'm not really sure. Oh, a song from the Ice Capades, 1950 Toy Shop Jamboree. Um, and then let's see, there's uh, images from that. And then there was a song called Showtime for Everyone. And this was by Sammy Davis Jr. Well, he, he sang it, the, the one that she was playing. This, and I forget music? what that was from now um yeah so those are the those are the images that I took there was that song was fun maybe it was from like Walt Disney World or, or something like that I'm not really sure now I don't know that one either. yeah I don't know so, any of these songs yeah so they played cool. all of these really obscure songs it was really fun to hear them and um you know and like I said they played in, they showed images on the screen while like, she played that um the songs so that was really fun. Um, and then after that, I believe was, I'm trying to go, to go which one, uh, no, here it is. Yeah, okay. So after that, that was like from like 10 to 11. And then we went to an, the panel that I had a 
this is the one that I had a, a reservation for, which was the Traceback. So this is Traceback celebrating the people of Walt Disney Animation Studios. And then the description is, the Walt Disney Animation Research Library presents Traceback, a look at the lives and work, as well as artistic and technical contributions of women and employees of color throughout the history of the Walt Disney Animation Studios. So I had a reservation for this. Well, not just, no, no, it was more than that. Um, it was about F, F, yes, women ethnic. that are not white. Correct. They have works at Disney, okay, right. good. They, and, they, should um, have, they should honor them. Yes. I feel like this panel, this was only an hour, so it started at 11.45, so that's why we just left the other panel and headed over to where this one was, because, you know, we basically just... They tell you to get in line like 30 minutes before it starts, so we really didn't have much time. So we went and got in there into this panel, and I felt like this was really just scratching the surface. They talked about um, maybe like four or five different people and their contributions to the company, but it was... I would like to see a book about this subject. Yes, yes. Men and women. Yes, and there was men, like... Actually, one of the men that they focused on, I believe he was, maybe he was Jewish. Okay. So, um, and I guess they oh, I thought this was that. just like, about women. No, no. Oh. Women and employees of color throughout the, the history. So I oh. think, I think because he was of Jewish ethnicity, they, they consider him like a person, uh, underrepresentative, um, underrepresented, like. Okay, so. Was it all women? No. Or just because the way you phrased that, it sounds like women and then and men, men of all colors. But it sounds like it's not women. It's all women. The way that it's, the, it's definitely it, not all women. There was, was just. It should have just been called people of color. Right. <laughs> just, <laughs> the, just the way they phrased it is confusing. Yeah. It what it is, and and like I said, I. I feel like this was just scratching the surface. So it was like people from the research library telling stories of people that are no longer with us, you know, and their contributions to the Disney company. Um, uh, well, really thing, to I, the I, Disney animation. I kind of feel like they should have talked about a different group than Jewish because we know a lot about a lot of Jewish people that work for Disney. Now, it's don't not, quote me on that because he might not have been, but there was definitely, they were definitely talking about men. And, um, yeah. like, they ended I mean, it the with... The Sherman brothers are Jew. It's, it's not an underrepresented topic. That's all I'm saying. Right. Well, I think it was this particular men's, man's story, and it, it was, you know, all of the... Th no, no, no. He's not Jewish. He was Russian. Okay. Okay. So, um, see, I, I can't even really remember, <laughs> but yeah. he was Russian and he, and the fact that he had gone back and forth coming from like a war-torn country and like just the story of his life and how he ended up right. at the Walt Disney studio was something that they wanted to, to, you know, tell us about. So that, that's um, another problem I have. See, I would have really enjoyed that panel. I would have really wanted to see that, but I mean, my interests are slightly different than yours. I wouldn't have wanted to have to leave the music panel early. Oh, no, no, I didn't leave early. Oh, I thought you said you had no. to leave the music one early no, no, no. to get in line. No, no, we went, it was 10 to 11, and then we yeah. just left the panel right at when it ended to get into the line to Okay, that. so 
no, no. So I didn't miss from... anything. Okay, that's yeah. that's good. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. No, no. Um. So, so I just feel like this one. It seems kind of rushed, and it again yeah. just scratching the surface because this is just an hour. Well, I feel and... like it's better late than never. But right. finally, I mean, right. why haven't this? Why hasn't this come up before now? Agree. They need to have a book or a series of yep. books on this topic. I actually think what they should do is do like a Disney Plus series where they do an yeah, episode. That plus. would be just one person. Right. Focus on one. Each person would be an hour. Exactly. You dig into their story. You talk. Yeah. You're showing what they've done, they their work, and things like that. Aside from Disney, I would be interested to hear their. their their origins story. Yes. Those would be interesting as well. Yeah, so I that's basically it. what what this yeah. was. But again, rushed. I appreciate the topic. I appreciate what they were trying to do. But again, I feel like smashing it into an hour was yeah. not the right way to explain. It's so, they, it's so they could thing. put a check mark on the list of... It feels sort of like placating to me. I don't like that. Yeah, yeah. So, but I mean, I, I appreciate what they're trying to do. Like you said, better late than well, never. Well, it's better they but, do it than not yeah. do it. <laughs> right, correct. <laughs> so that we did that. And so that panel ended like 1245. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to see when, um, and I, I think we went. I hope you ate at some point. We went and ate some food. Okay, um, good. Because this what was kind basically. What food did they have? Just like small Food. So the food inside the expo yeah. is, is leaves a lot to be desired. Yeah, um, it's just like mall food or it is. It's worse than mall food. Actually, yeah. <laughs> it was hamburgers, hot dogs. They had some subs or whatever. Yeah. But of course, everybody is in line to eat at the same time, so it was really right. long lines to get food. We, um, my daughter waited in line, and because There's a McDonald's down the street, you could walk to that the convention center. Too hard. The, the better option is they have actually some food trucks inside, like the um, oh, like a court area in the yeah. center, and that's your better option. That is a good option. Yes. Um. So we did that. The um, we did that the second day. We got okay. Um, yeah. But this first day, we were just trying to rush because. We had, um, had all these panels. We had, yes, see. exactly. This was our panel day. So, right. um, so we were just trying to get some food and eat and then head over to the next panel. So we got some hamburgers and like I said, it was just something to give us sustenance. To something get. to keep yeah. you going. You weren't looking for a fine dining experience. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so um, after that, we ate, and then we went to the panel my daughter got for Friday, which was Disney for Scores Podcast oh. Live Celebrates Marvel Music. So there's a okay. podcast called Four Scores, and it's F-O-R-S-C-O-R-E-S. Yes, yes, I get it. Yeah. Play on words, yeah. And it's hosted by um, this man named John Burlingame, and I guess he writes for Variety. And he, um, this is a podcast that has been around for a, a few years now, and he just focuses on music, Disney music, Disney composers, things like that. And it's not just Marvel. Um, his focus is Disney. But um, this and, particular panel with his focus was Marvel. Correct. Okay. And this panel was really good. He, um, he had, I'm trying to think of 
the... I'm glad she got to see something wonderful. Yes, I know, yes. Um, so he had three composers on the stage. Um, one of them was, his name was Tyler Bates, and he is the composer for um, Guardians of the Galaxy 1 and 2, also the Guardians attractions. He okay. did um, the music for that. Um, and he had, yeah, he actually, there's a, an individual podcast that on this podcast feed that he's done. Um, so okay. it was really interesting. There was two women. Now, I don't remember their names, but one of the women was... Ah, uh, um, they're just women. Who cares? No, I'll be quiet. No, no, no. <laughs> um, the, I, I mean, I could Google and look it up right now. No, but, it's not that important. So one of the women was the um, composer for the animated show What If. I know she did something uh, yeah. else for that. Okay. I think she she did Ms. Marvel, the um the, uh -huh. the series, and she it, did the um music for the upcoming movie The Marvels, which is coming out July uh -huh. of 2023. Yeah, we And then the other um uh, woman composer that was there was she did the music for Captain Marvel. Okay. And she also is doing the music for Epcot, this like the the updated music for Epcot. Okay, like the, the area music? Or, yes. Okay, mm -hmm. that, that's a good fit for that. So these people, all three of them, have all done more than just movies, because, you know, they've right. done... they've like, done attractions. Um, attractions and stuff yeah. like Yes. Okay. So it was... This was from 2.30 to 3.30, but I feel like it actually went longer than an hour, but this was a really interesting. I think this was really yeah. fun. I don't know if they're going to release this as an actual I'm podcast not, episode. I'm not in... I'm not into Marvel, but the topic, Yeah, I would like this topic. Yeah, and just the fact, like, the the one who is, who did uh, Captain Marvel and is doing Epcot, she is, I want to say she is, like, a middle... I see that women are being represented in this yes. area because it's, like, until now, nev never heard of women doing this. Right. Composers yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, that's like so rare. But I think this one, the one who did Captain Marvel and Epcot, I, I believe she was Middle Eastern descent as well. Okay. And so she talked about her whole like experience of getting into music and how she wanted, how she became a composer. It was really interesting. Yeah. And she just really, you can tell by the way she talked that she knew that she was representing not only just women who was underrepresented in, in this culture. but yeah. exactly and That's I, nice. she was she was so well spoken and so yeah. like interesting and this was just a great panel i'm glad that we got into sounds this one like it, yeah. yeah sounds like your first day was a success yeah it was yeah. so that ended around 3:30 then we finally so we were basically like floating around different panel levels panel. yeah and so we went down to downstairs to the floor to kind of look around to see what they had. But I mean, the floor is huge. Yeah. So, um, and then basically, we were tired it's because the day on without going to any town. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So we were tired. We decided to. We went to one of those um, um, food trucks. Got uh -huh. some food, and then we went back to the hotel and ate our food because we were tired. We had yeah. had like a. Uh, unnecessarily early day, morning, and yeah. Early morning and a, a rough day of travel. Yeah. Yeah. 
So I would have been right there with you. Yeah, yeah. let's go back to Uptown. I'm not, yep. I have no problem with that agenda. <laughs> yeah. And um, that, so I had also purchased a five day park hopper tickets for me and my daughter to go to right. Disney. And we had actually, and I had to make my reservations ahead of time. And I did make reservations for this day. But I was like, we can't do it. We cannot go to and the park. And it was raining too. Yes. It had started raining by this time, which was, um, not, was now, was, when I say rain. Heavy, it was a heavy, heavy rain. Well, no, not at this point. It was drizzling right okay. now at this point. This was but around did, five-ish. It did get really Yes, bad. it did get, um, yeah. but not, not while we were there. So right. we, um, so it was, it was drizzling a little bit like, um, but that was one of the things that when we were preparing for our expo days like what what are we going to do if we don't have our suitcase we went to um like cvs and walgreens and i grabbed a couple of um ponchos yes plastic ponchos because i was like i know it's going to rain we probably are going to need these so i grabbed a couple of them and so i had those with me um so luckily um really and the other thing is so i actually you had in the drizzle you were prepared mm -hmm. The other thing that How I was using... How far of a walk was it to your hotel? Oh, not room? long. So you were pretty much right next door to the, where the... Yeah, it was like a few buildings over. So, okay, and I picked good. that hotel specifically because of that. Did they offer a shuttle to the, the, the park, main gate? No. So you had to walk to the main gate? Yes. Park, and um, but, again, I, um, what I was going to say is I actually got a scooter. You did. Yes. Okay. Yes. So I had got a scooter because I have foot issues yeah. and I'm not somebody who does a lot of walking regularly. Right. So I knew that if, if I didn't have a scooter, I would be dead. Yeah. I would be, I, mean, I would kill my feet the first day. Someone normal. That's a right. lot of walking around. It is. Yeah. So, um, with my foot issues, I just didn't want to take so a chance. So you had a scooter the whole yes. time in the convention at the park, so yep. that's good. Yes. That probably added a lot of pleasure to your Yes. It made it a lot easier. Well, yeah. I mean... Well, I know when I went to <laughs> Disney World, that was a heaven. And I, I wouldn't have been able to do anything if I didn't mm -hmm. have that scooter. Right. Yeah. So... On some levels, it was helpful. On others, it was awkward because it is. It, yeah, it's it's hard to maneuver. Fun. Yes, <laughs> I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah. Everyone ignores you. And, yep. and you're you're lower to the ground and yep. you see things different. Yeah, I, and especially at night, it's so hard that people don't see you and it's hard to see. This, um, the scooter had like a, a horn. Yeah. Nobody paid attention to that. Horn. Yeah, I. Nobody. Yeah. Um, I know exactly what you're saying. <laughs> I, that's exactly but, um, what I experienced in Florida, yes. The other thing with this scooter is that it, it you know, what, taking turns, it's ridiculous. Like, yeah. because they say certain things are like you know um disabled lines where you know you oh, can yeah, fit a wheelchair yeah. or whatever no you yeah. can't these yeah. things like you have to be able to turn on a dime for well, in order I, to get I through think, these lines i think that's better in florida because mm, i didn't have i didn't have that problem in florida mm -hmm. but i know in california i mean the the few lines that were 
not able to be maneuvered. They didn't make you get in line at all. Yeah. But, and they do have that at some of the attractions at Disney. Yeah. But what I, at the it Expo... It gives you like a fast pass. Yes, yes. But at the Expo, it was different. So I had yeah. to kind of pick and choose. Like, I was not sitting on that scooter the whole time. I had to find places to park it where and then yeah. stand and stuff like that which I am able to stand and I am able to walk yeah. but yeah. of course not like not. 16 hours a day yeah. for you know seven or days in a row right so so anyway I was Is she okay to walk around yes yes she's only she's not 20, 20. she's 20 she so 20. Yeah. yeah yeah I mean her feet were hurting too don't you know don't oh, get yeah, but like I mean, you were saying it's it's a lot for 20, anybody handle it a little bit <laughs> yeah so I had the scooter so we were able to maneuver but what I actually ended up doing was with the plastic um a poncho I put it over the scooter because I didn't oh, want good. that to get wet that's a good idea so that's good really plan. my main concern was was yeah. the scooter and that so if, I, if they had at you know if they did offer a shuttle to the, to the front of the park you know, if even if I was tired, I would have just gone there and just sat on a but if also it was raining. Right, right. And that was the thing. We didn't want to deal with but it. I would have just gone there to be there and just, you know, look at the castle, would not go on any rides or anything. Right. Maybe had dinner or something. Yeah, we but were just that, like No, but there were reasons. I mean, yeah. first of all, your daughter would had to walk all that way. Yep. Second of all, it was raining, and you would have to get there in the rain. A lot of those hotels have shuttles. I'm surprised the one you're not. Um, I don't, I don't know if they do so much at this point, but um, oh, maybe because of COVID. Yeah, or also, you know, like uh, staffing issues too. Yeah. So, <clears throat> so we just went. Like I said, we went back. We took our food. We went back to the hotel. Um, we sat and watched. Um, actually, the um the newest episode of uh, She-Hulk that just came out. And um, and then we and ate our food and then just went to bed and relaxed. Early. And the other thing that we had you was... you knew you had to get up early the next yes, day. Yes. We had an extra early day that we were planning for the next day. So okay. that's another reason why we didn't try and okay, push so, the park. Well, try and get through your second day and then we'll make this a two-parter. Okay. Because we're, we have so much to say. Well, so, hopefully the second day <laughs> isn't going to take well, that long. I don't, I don't want you to, to feel rushed, so take all the time you want. We'll go an hour, and when we get to an hour, we'll stop this episode, and we'll do part two for the rest of your trip. So keep okay. going. Okay. So, Saturday. So this was the day. This was September 10th. This was the day that we had wanted to go to the Marvel Studios This is the whole reason you went well, I mean, not exactly, but this was... You would have gone to Disneyland, but the thing that had you excited about the convention itself was this. Yes, this was my number one panel that I wanted to go to. Right. So, and this was the, the Marvel priorities. Studios, yeah. Lucasfilm, 20th Century Studios. It was going from 10 yes. to 12 in the main hall, and so <clears throat> this was the thing that we were getting up early, getting ready, and trying to get in line to get into. You were and, there really in the crack of dawn. You were there. It was probably still dark out. Oh, yeah, it definitely was. 
The one thing about that I want to make sure people know is that Disney had told people, yes, you cannot lay, you cannot sleep out on the street, yeah. you cannot get in line uh, the day before for panels, right. and you the lines start at I believe they said 5 a.m. Yeah, you can't get in line before the designated time that they announced. Well, people did not listen to that for this well, panel. You know, it's not the people's <laughs> fault, it's the security's fault. Well, they didn't listen. It's, it's both, actually, because from what I heard, that so security can only tell them you can't go on convention property. But yeah. they cannot like tell they, you what you can do have, on public property. Yeah, okay. So, um, but I have a very easy solution to this problem. Okay. And I'll tell you about it afterwards, but so. We got up and we were in the line to get into the convention center because like I said, you need to get into the convention center and then once you are in the convention center, you get into the appropriate line. So we were in line at 5 a.m. It was just the designated time they said couldn't be in line before that. Yes. And this was a very long line all the way blocks and blocks down. Because they then, already had started letting people yep. in line way before that. Yes. So then they started letting people in, and we finally got in. And like I said, there's different lines on how, the left, how, on how the right. How long did you wait in the line to get in? How long have you been waiting so far at this point? Um, it was probably like an hour. Okay. Till we got actually in into they, the building. Yeah. Okay. So once we got in the building, we're looking for the line to get into the Marvel Studios panel, and people are saying it's closed. It's closed, and they have too many people in line, and it basically closed like 20 minutes before we got before into the building. Before you even arrived. Yes. Yes. And I know you were very disappointed. Yeah, and um, very annoyed because this just never should because have happened. That's not. They can't, you know, have, you know, post to certain rules and then right. not abide by them. That's right. not reasonable. It's not fair. So on Facebook, I'm, you know, in different groups and stuff like that. And I'm seeing a lot of people talking about how some people were lining up at 8 p.m. the night before. And I'm sorry I wasn't going to do that. I so I don't care <laughs> if Walt Disney himself is going to be there. I'm not going to stand outside overnight. Right. <laughs> right. So, um, so you know, basically, it was like doomed from the start. Well, we weren't I gonna take that back. If that that if would Walt be Disney, the, yes, that would be the only instance where mm. I would do that. <laughs> yeah. So this was like we weren't gonna get in. We didn't realize that at the time, but we were not gonna get in because right. of this. And also, the other thing about this panel is. Unlike of some of the other panels, they allow a lot of uh, media people, a, a lot more media people, I think, yeah. wanted to go to this one than others. So they yeah. had to, like, block off a whole section just for media. Yeah. So, which took up space from people who are paying for this expo to get, you know, yeah, right. be in attendance and want to get into this panel. Yeah. So, you know, I'm just hearing about all of these things after the fact, and it was just like doomed from the so start. So you never even bothered to get in line. You found out before that it was already. We couldn't. They won't. They wouldn't let there us get in no line. There was no line. Yeah, okay. I mean, there was a line, but they were saying it was full. There was I have no, no stand, doubt. There was no like standby line. That no, that is the standby line. So, I have no doubt that 
they had empty seats in this panel, but you yeah, know, because it's, they roped off a section for right. media, and it probably wasn't completely filled. Right. Yeah. So it was just really frustrating because I didn't well, experience the thing, this. I it's one thing for it to just fill up really fast. There's nothing you can do about that. Yeah. I mean, that just is what it is. But the fact that they announced that nobody was allowed to get in line until 5 a.m. Right. And then they let people get in line the night before at 8 a.m. That's what I take issue with. Yes, that should exactly. not have been allowed. So here is my solution. Because I understand, you know, people are going to push the rules, unfortunately. You know, well, I was if, in line following yeah, I don't blame the people. They were they were allowed to get away with it. I mean, if, if, if they were willing to wait that long and they were allowed to... Mm-hmm more power to them. I blame the security team or Disney for not communicating properly to the security team. Well, here's or a how combination you, of both. Here's how you even just eliminate even putting your security team in those kind of situations. Okay. So this panel was the first panel in Hall D23. It was 10 a.m. to 12. You put that in the afternoon. Because yeah, you make it that's later not gonna, in the day. Yes, that's not going to be a problem. People are not going to be lining up at 8 p.m. for a 2 p.m. panel. Or make it an end of the day, like make it after 3. Yes. They also had a panel in the evening, 4 4 to 5.45 or whatever, and that was the two panels they had in that hall that day. Just make it the the evening panel, and everybody would be fine, and then you have control over when the line starts because people are already on your property. So now... If or another you're thing not they let... could do is they, sh- they should have had numbers that if you got in line before five, you wouldn't get a number. Right. They right. should have had That's, a line. Yes. They should have had a special line that opened at, at 5 a.m. sharp. Mm-hmm. And if you were waiting in that other line, it had nothing to do with the line. They, they just said, okay, well, you waited too bad. Too bad, yep. And in order to get into this line, you need a number. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Because it just wasn't fair. And um, just because you are... really, really bad. Yeah. Bad, unprofessional. Yeah. Disney has been dealing with crowds and lines for over 60 years. This this did not need to be like this. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And this was the main one that everybody wanted to see. So, of course, you have to have some extra measures, which they yeah. did not put in place. So that's why a lot of people were this disappointed. Was, this was really ridiculous. Yeah. I, I think Disney really dropped the ball. Oh, 100%. 100%. I'm really upset. Yeah. yeah. I'm so upset for you. That was my yeah. morning. So then, yeah. basically, the only other option to get in the, the, the building is to just get in the line for the show floor, which, yeah. you know... And so then that day we ended up just spending time just on the show floor, which we hadn't really done the day before. And what did you see? So, I mean, there was like, um, you know, there's booths for everything. There's, um, you know, fun things going on around. So, you know, there's different um, booths that they're selling things. So you get to see some fun merchandise, Um, I believe. So the other thing too that they, they had was, of course, they have these shops that they they um where they're selling exclusive merchandise yeah the Disney um, sets up yeah. yes 
and they have about um, four or five different um, shops and they had on the app where you get into a virtual queue. So then yeah. you don't wait in this long, hours long line just to get into well, the... I approve of that. Yeah. But so then you get into this virtual queue and then that you return at a, you know, it's basically a fast you pass. Have a you have return. Time yes. Return. You still have to wait in a line. It's just yeah. not as long because, right. every, you know, you're not the only person who gets this that return time. Right. So and somebody um, inside might be taking longer right. than the average. Mm -hmm. yeah. So one of the stores they always um, set up there, which is really fun, is Mickey's of Glendale. And this is a store that's exclusive to um, the studios. Studio. So, merch like it says Disney Studios on it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's only if you are visiting the studio or that's if you're like an Imagineer. Time you normally right. That stuff. Yeah. Right. So that was the. I definitely always make it known that yeah. I'm definitely going to in to that store if I don't that's, go into any that's other store. Your number one. Yes. Priority. Yes. Yeah. Um. And that was the store out of all of them that I bought stuff from because the other ones that we okay. ended up going into the other we were, ones are more about window stuff. <clears throat> yeah, I mean they had some they had some fun things, but you it's know probably a very expensive it is. It you is get it somewhere else too Well not necessarily, but it's like collectible items and I didn't yeah. come there to to buy a lot of collectible things. So Right. Um, you have to bring it home with you too. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So um that was the one store that I definitely made sure. So we went into that store so that day. So did you get into all the stores that you wanted to get yes. into? That yes. Was, there was no issue with the virtual no. feeling? No. Okay, good. It was not all in one day because you could really oh, yeah. only get... They um, limit how many. Yes. So you go... What what it is is that at 6 a.m. the virtual queue opens and then at 1 p.m. Okay. So you can really technically only get two. Two, okay. How yeah. many do they have? Four or five stores. Five. Okay. So, um, but you know, this is the other thing about the How expo. long once you, your time was up, did you have to wait to get in? Um, I think Mickey's and Glendale still took us about a half hour. Oh, that's not too bad. 30 to 40 minutes to get in. That's not too bad. Um. Especially if you're with your daughter. You yeah. Yeah. Um, but... The thing about these, the expo is that, you know, people attend the expo just to buy the, the oh, merchandise. Oh, buy them out. Yes. So, and then that's the other were thing they, about Friday. Were they empty when you got No, it? they weren't, but they, they were. There's okay. definitely some stuff that had been sold out. A lot of the good, the first good pickings were yes. taken already. Yes. And again, I'm they not going need, to the expo for they that. They need to put in a rule, too, that they limit how many of I think they item. do. Especially the stuff that is they probably like, come in as a team. They still, yes. It, yeah. They definitely do because uh, we were on this day when we were and eating lunch. And then they go online and yep, sell it for we were, I was times. sitting across from a group of people who were eating lunch as well and they were talking about all the stuff that they bought and selling it you and know, stuff like that. You know, it's illegal to do yeah. that. But yeah. just do it anyway. They eBay, do it anyway. eBay shouldn't allow it or they should <laughs> limit the markup. Ebay is, eBay is never going to do that. That's how they make money. They, well, it's wrong. They should mm -hmm. they should um, say, okay, well, if you want to do this, you can't charge more than 25% above retail. Yeah, they're, no. 
So, ridiculous. yeah. So, you know, that's the, the thing on Friday. You know, the shoppers. Shoppers going to shop. And that's what they do on Friday. They, they're on the show floor running to those. You know, they already have queues wow. in the queues and stuff like Go that. Ahead. So, yeah. I'm not, I don't want to fight with them. Anymore. No, I don't want to do so, any yeah. of that nonsense. Exactly, because even if there's something that I want to buy from there, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's not too stressful. Yeah, exactly. To worry about. Exactly. Yeah. So, so we walked around, and you know, it was fun. Um, you know, there was the Marvel Studios booth, the Lucasfilms booth, um, the Walt Disney Animation, and stuff like that. There was, um, you know, a lot of they good things. They had one to that see. was like the 100. Yeah. Years. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that was um, well, it was like the Disney like parks. Yeah. It was like World of Wonders or whatever where they yeah. had that's that is what we did. We walked in there too, but and they had that's where they had the um the Toontown. Yep, the model. Toontown model, the uh, Tiana's Bayou Tiana's Adventure Bayou. model. Right. Um they had the actual um statue that they yeah, yeah, yeah. put in Epcot the with the Walt Disney that'll eventually be yeah, Yes. I saw pictures of that too. Yep. Yeah. So I got pictures with that. Mm-hmm. Um you know they all of oh, that. I'd like to see those. Yeah. You should post those on your Instagram. Yeah, and um, so you know we walked around and just took our time just seeing everything and. See and that just, would be the part I would enjoy yeah. about mm-hmm. just, just walking around and also meeting other people who are equally as into Disney because around here they're few and far between. You know what yeah. I'm Yeah. Yes. It's definitely fun to know that you're just yeah, in a community right. of people where you yeah. can just Share start up a conversation with a stranger yeah, right. because you know you have something in common. Yeah, and you don't have to explain everything mm-hmm. there. Yes. No. Yeah. Yep. Um, but like the Marvel Studios booth had a whole bunch of costumes um, mm-hmm. from different you know films and mm-hmm. shows. Same thing with Star Wars. They had, I mean, right. they had Darth Vader's costume that was from the Obi Wan Kenobi series. You yeah. know, they had... Uh, Didn't they have the Hocus Pocus, or was that another year? Uh, th- yeah, that wasn't this year. Okay. I didn't see that. Okay. Um, you know, so I they had... the Disney one, not the Marvel or the... The they mm-hmm. Sometimes they put costumes in the Disney exhibits, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, they also had this other... Like, the Dis- Walt Disney Archives had an exhibit. yeah. Which um, they went through, and it was like kind of separated by decades. That's the one hundred years one. I was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. About. Um. So they had. I took some pictures. Um, sort of the highlights, of the big yeah. things from each mm-hmm. decade. Yeah. So, like, I guess the '30s, they had this Snow White, um, Snow White uh, and they had a lot of these kids. like car- cardboard cutouts that I think that was used at the um, premiere. The, okay. the film premiere. Right, right, right. And they had the Snow White costume that was worn by... At the I, premiere. Yeah. Yes. Um, and then a couple of other highlights. They had um, a whole Mary Poppins. Um, Section, yeah. Yes. So they had they the... Had Disneyland <clears throat> for the 50s, right? Um, no. No. This one, um, no. What did they focus on for the 50s? Then? I don't... I don't remember. I'm just looking at some of the pictures I Each took. Each decade, they sort of focused on one important. They had other stuff. I saw some. I saw somebody do a walkthrough on YouTube mm-hmm. of this one. 
So yeah. it seems like they sort of focused on one big event from each decade. Mary Poppins was the 60s. Yeah. Snow Mary White Poppins. Was the 30s. Mm -hmm. I didn't take a picture of every um, section, but yeah. but they had like Mary Poppins costume. They had yeah. the two carousel horses, the one that used yeah. to be in the great movie ride, and then yeah. Burt's, which actually has not been restored. Oh, okay. Um, now, so which it, it was pretty did they beat have? up. Which, which outfit? It was the Jolly Holiday dress. I've seen that one. That mm -hmm. used to have that at the great movie ride in the lobby, in mm -hmm. the line, in the queue. And then they had the, um, I don't know if this is the actual um, chairs and table, but they had the Jolly Holiday, um, like, chair and table that... That the tea garden they yes. go to? The and then they had these cutouts of um, the penguins next uh -huh. to it. So it's kind of like a, a They might have a had those op. at the premiere of Mary Poppins. Yeah. Or maybe so they, they had just, that. Yeah. They also had a little, like, a Haunted Mansion um, display. Okay. Where they had like the um, the lady, like the Medusa lady. They the had bride. that. It was it was the. I know exactly what it is because I remember from the video. That was the widowed bride before they put Constance in. Oh, okay. That was the original, but it wasn't the Disneyland one. It was the one that used to be at Walt Disney World. Mm, mm -hmm. Yeah. So they had that portrait there. They had a whole like. Club Ritz setup, which was, I mean, it was minimal. We're talking about like a, a stage with, and then some chairs and tables, but with a whole bunch of costumes from Dick Tracy. Oh, for the 90s. Yes. Okay. So they had like the dress that Madonna wore. They had okay, the Dick the Tracy. One. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Dick Tracy, you know, yellow um, jacket. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Then they had like a Star Wars setup with the actual the like C3PO. Um, R2-D2, they had a, like BB-8 and an, um, another droid. It's sad that the 70s, they didn't represent it with a Disney, an action, because Star Wars wasn't Disney in, right. in the 70s, right. mm -hmm. so. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, they Maybe had some. Drag. I would have enjoyed, I'm probably the only one, but I would have enjoyed a, 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 a Pete's Dragon, mm -hmm. uh, display of some kind or a bed knobs and brooms there's other yeah, they, yeah. there's other things that happened in the 70s <laughs> yeah so um we walked around and looked at that stuff the other thing that we walked around and looked at yeah. was walt's plane oh now, that's right were you able to go inside of it no nobody know, goes inside of it oh nobody was allowed because <laughs> i yeah, did no. see pictures of the inside that maybe it was press or something maybe because it we was just to go in Okay. No, the plane was there, and what they had going on was they would take this picture, and it was kind of like a a picture up high, so that you they can get the whole plane, and then you in the picture, and okay. then they had a little bit kind of like a museum type display of like um they Did had like a chair. Like, oh, maybe that's what I saw pictures. Yeah. Of. Like a it chair looked, by a it, window. It was a replica yes. of what mm -hmm. it looked like. Okay. And then they had some cases of some things that they um, had from the plane. That must the be plane. Yeah, okay. yeah. And they had this TV that kept showing this clip from one of the movies with Kurt Russell, the Now You See Him, Now You Don't, kind of a one of those films. Yeah. Um, where, I don't know if it was Mr. the... Riley film. Yes, yes. Um, it was one of those where he, um, and it's, um, 
there, there's like a scene where they were actually standing outside of the um, airplane. I've seen pictures. Was he wearing a blue striped blazer I think so, yeah. and a yeah. turtleneck? I've seen pictures of that. Before, yeah. yeah. So that was the actual plane. Though, so they kept like running this this clip on the TV there to kind of show you where, um, you know, how that. I've seen the plane. Fit. They they used to have it in the yes. They called the boneyard mm -hmm. on the tram tour. So but it's I think not that leaving big. it out there for years it got all messed up, so they restored it. Yeah. So, so it's not that big though. You know, no. you think, oh, Walt's plane inside of a building. It's not. It's not that. It's big. a small plane. Yeah. It's just mm -hmm. for him and his family to fit in. Yeah, it was maybe like six people. So yeah. No, it was definitely like a small private plane and, and it's a propeller engine. Yeah, and but the thing about it was the display was really well done and they were, you know, playing like these 60s music because, you know, it was the whole 60s kind of mid-century modern vibe because yeah. that's the way that the, the decor was and right. and all of these different um, things. It was, you know, around the, you know, mid-60s. Like oh, yeah, it was great. So it was such a fun um, display. Have, and the other they thing have, they did... Did they have stewardesses coming around that no. like a cocktail? No, <laughs> no they didn't. <laughs> but the other thing, so this was hosted by Amazon and they had okay. these cases and um, in the cases they had items that you could purchase from Amazon so all you had to do was scan the the, the oh, QR really? code and then you can just they purchase were, it on they Amazon. Were, they were Disney items? Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh that's fun. So one of the things I actually purchased from Amazon from this QR code at this um, you know exhibit was this brown um, rectangular like air airplane bag kind of a thing and it okay. has Disney production a vintage yes travel mm -hmm. bag okay yes um like very kind stewardess of, would have carried that yes stuff. exactly very oh, that's cute. Okay. yeah it was really fun and so i just scanned it and i i pre-ordered it at the time but it ended up coming before i got home <laughs> oh really so, yeah it was waiting for amazon is so back. quick yeah that's so they don't let their employees use the bathroom Right, exactly. <laughs> you remember that TV show that was on for a short time, Pan Am? Yes. Oh my gosh, Reminds I love that. Yeah, I, I love that just for the, the vibe, vibe, of it. the yeah. vibe of it, and I love yes. what was the girl's name who was in the Adams family? It was Christina Ricci. I love her. Yes. Mm -hmm. So I enjoyed yes. that. I did watch that just because of that. I just but, love the, the clothes. And yep. The, mm -hmm. yeah. the whole like. The whole style. It, was, it wasn't a very good script, but yeah, I, like I just watched wise. it for eye yeah. candy. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> me, me too. Me too. Yeah. Yep. So you know, we walked around there, and um, that was really fun. And um, I did. I think this was the same day. We they also had a booth that was like Walt Disney Publishing, which of course I, I hit up multiple times. But um, you know, they have all of the the books, which majority of them, if they okay. didn't already have them published, I already had them pre-ordered. But um, I did end up um, getting one one book ahead of time. Did and, you send um, it home or did you carry it? No, I carried it. It was a small book. It okay. was, um, oh my gosh, now I'm, I'm blanking Were on that. Were you able to purchase things and have it shipped home? Well, I did, only no, because... I, I mean, I, I mean, did they offer that? I, I think they did. Okay. I, I but I didn't do that. I, my okay. mom actually sent some stuff. Because you know she lives in the area, so and oh, I you just brought her. it to her. Yes, okay. yeah, right. yeah. Because um, I accumulated way more than I thought I was going to. 
Um, so <laughs> I'm not surprised. To yeah. Hear that. So um, you know, we were walking around. It's I like ran a into kid Todd. in the candy store. <laughs> exactly. I know. Um, I ran into Todd another time. We just talked real quick, and um, okay. and then uh, th- I think that was the last time that I ended up seeing him. Did you um, bump into anybody else? that you knew of? Um, I ran into Joshua Smith, but not this day. Um, that okay. was Sunday. Well, we'll get to that one. We'll yeah. Okay. Um, and I saw some people that I recognized, but I didn't actually like Did you talk to them. Did you Lynn from this week? I actually box? totally forgot to stop by his booth. I feel okay. so bad. I already well, messaged him, but... You had um, a bunch of things happen. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was... Did, were um, you able to hand out any buttons? Did I didn't. Them? Because I'm not going to just hand them out to just somebody walking by. No, 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 no. Yeah. I don't expect you to. Yeah, because I didn't end up talking to too many people, I didn't okay. have any buttons. No, no, so. I, you're not there to, like, be a perfume yeah. <laughs> exactly. person in the mall. Hey, you want a button? Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, no, I would yeah. never want you to so, feel the need to do that. You're, that's yeah, that's just not me. I'm not that so yeah. um no, no, if no. anybody would have said anything to me came up to me recognized yeah me, that's that, what i meant yeah that's yeah. what i meant yeah. well that didn't happen <laughs> okay oh that's fine so yeah um so that was basically like our saturday we just you know going around taking our time looking at stuff and like i and said you didn't do any pan- you didn't do any panels no no nope, because all i but wanted to do was the marvel studios panel the one we- thing you wanted to do and you were like screw that <laughs> I'm not dealing with panels today. So, I mean, there wasn't anything that I felt like we really missed that was, I'm looking at the list real quick, but, um, you know, that I missed out on by not going. Because the other thing that we had going on this day is that yes. um, we were going to Oogie Boogie Bash in the evening. Right. And so that's we were the perfect, just, that's, before you get into Oogie Boogie yeah. Bash, we're mm-hmm. at the hour, and this is a perfect place to stop because we're leaving it at a cliffhanger yes <laughs> and the audience will want to tune in to our next uh, part so we've heard all about getting to anaheim and the first day and the second day at the convention and mm-hmm. part two we'll talk about boogie boogie bash mm-hmm. and we'll talk about day three and going to Disneyland. Yep. And uh, if we have to, we'll make it a three-parter. But we'll, <laughs> we'll release the second part sometime next week. So I hope everybody uh, tunes in to hear the continuing adventures of Ruthie in Anaheim. Starring <laughs> Ruthie, produced by Chris Linden. <laughs> <laughs> With special guests Todd and Joshua Smith. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And Mickey Mouse. Y'all come back now. (laughs) Okay. So uh, thank you for listening and we'll 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 continue this ongoing saga um, in about a week. So look for that. Same bat channel, same bat time. (laughs) Bye bye everybody. Bye.